Welcome to the Simplified Organization Show, where real moms chat about real life and managing all that there is to do and prioritizing our people while we do that work. We want to banish overwhelm, fulfill our responsibilities, and stay cheerful while we do it, because it is good work that God has called us to do, and the work does matter. I'm your host, Misty Winkler, second-generation homeschooling mom of five. I write and podcast at simplyconvivial.com and am author of the book, The Convivial Homeschool, Gospel Encouragement for Keeping Your Sanity While Living and Learning Alongside Your Kids. And today I'm joined by Dorenda Wilson. Dorenda has been homeschooling since 1996 and has graduated seven of her eight children so far. She's been married to her husband, Daryl, for 32 years, and they also have nine grandkids. Dorinda is convinced that home education is an incredible blessing, but only if we don't let it hold us hostage to unnecessary expectations and the notions of what it should look like. The heart of her message encourages parents to create a simple, unhurried lifestyle while growing a strong, cohesive family. Dorinda's newest book, The Four-Hour School Day, was released last summer, and she's also the author of The Unhurried Homeschooler and Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart. You can find Dorinda's website and podcast at dorindawilson.com, and she also mentors moms at simplyunhurriedcommunity.com. So thank you so much for joining me today, Dorinda. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I always love the, when I see the word simplify, it just is like, oh, I can dial in on that one. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Love simplifying. And, and it's a constant thing. You're just continually having to do it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, especially if you are going to be unhurried and like bring things down to, you know, what really matters most. And just that's, that is simplifying. Right, right, exactly. And it's, it's simplifying not just for the sake of simplicity, but to be intentional with our lives. And um, I, I heard your, you know, your description of, of the podcast and uh, your book and everything. And, and I love that because that is really what we want to do. We want to be intentional with our lives. We want to be intentionally gospel-centered in our homes. And so simplifying is a really awesome tool to be able to do that. Yeah, it's amazing how much, how quickly the other you know, obligations and stuff and calendar yes. events can just creep in. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. And I tend to like look at, you know, someone will come, you know, an idea or an activity will come along or some event or something. Oh, that sounds like fun when I have energy. And then when I don't have energy, I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> Or it rolls around and I didn't consider all the things surrounding that particular event or whatever. Because you really want to be fully present when you do these things. And uh, and you just can't be if you're trying to do too many things and you're just spread too thin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to the mom who does feel like there are so many obligations and she's just overwhelmed with everything that she thinks she ought to be doing? Right, right. Well, I think a lot of times we, one of the reasons that we do so many things is that we're afraid we're going to miss something. So it's really kind of like fear and no good decisions come from a place of fear. And so 
I think if you're feeling overwhelmed, it's uh, the first sign that you're probably trying to do too much, um, either for that moment, because sometimes it's just a momentary thing of that day, that week, etc. And it's just a really good time to step back and and kind of reevaluate is what I'm doing right now is this, do I need to do this? You know, if it's in that moment and you're trying to do an extra thing when you've already got three plates spinning over here. And again, it's just stepping back and getting a little perspective. But I think the biggest thing is we need permission. Mm -hmm. For some reason, we feel like we need permission to simplify and slow down. And we don't really, we have, we have God's permission to do that. But sometimes in the, I don't know, just in all the minutia, we feel like, okay, I might not be a good mom if I give that up or that up or that up. And, and it gets really that, and just that in itself, trying to even think about simplifying can feel overwhelming if we're afraid to simplify. Um, and we don't feel like we have permission to do that. And so I think it's really important to remember that we don't have to be everything and to everybody and we don't have to do everything. And I think sometimes what happens with us as, as moms is that we, we end up finding identity in busyness. And mm-hmm. I think it's really, really important to, especially if this is kind of like a chronic problem, <laughs> to ask yourself. And it's a chronic problem for me, too. I have been walking this out for how many years? And it started with homeschooling and, you know, going slower for the kids' sake. But then as time progressed, I realized it was good for me, too. And so implementing that as well, you know, just having that understanding that that was important for me too. It helped me to make better decisions. But again, I still struggle with it. But I think it's easy to find our identity in busyness. If we're doing, it feels like there's value there. And that actually comes from a very unbiblical principle. And that has something more to do with like self-actualization and like you don't mean anything until you've accomplished something, which, like I said, is not biblical. You have meaning and identity because you belong to God and because Christ bought you. And so right there, whether you could ever lift a finger again to do anything ever again, you hold the same value. Um, we actually kind of went through this with one of our kids who, our son who was uh, struggling to get his chores done. And there, there, was a, there was a whole backstory to it. But at the end of the day, there were some reasons that it was happening. And we hadn't identified the reasons yet. But I finally just looked at him one day and I said, listen, you, because we're, we're, we are workers. We like being productive. And I think God wants us to be productive. I know that, but he doesn't want us to be Busy isn't necessarily productive. So we want to be intentionally productive. And so I, I realized that he might actually be feeling bad that he was having a hard time with this. And so I looked at him and I just said, listen, your value is not in whether you can get these done or not. You know, like we love that you, you have in the past, you're struggling right now and that's okay. I just said, you know, your value is in the fact that you belong to Christ, that he made you, you, he created you, and that gives you value. And you belong to the to the body of Christ and you belong to our family and, you know, you're a blessing to our family. And so I think we might need to tell ourselves that sometimes, <laughs> you know, um, just understand that you have the same value before the Lord, whether you are, you know, producing or not producing. Um, I've had experiences with this when you probably have too, when you're sick and you can't get stuff done and it's so frustrating and, and you just have to surrender it. So I think that's 
that would be the thing that I would encourage moms to do if you feel like this is kind of like a chronic thing. Step back and bring it before the Lord while at the same time scale your life down to like a skeleton routine, like just the minimum. And when I say the minimum, I mean the minimum. Like you get up, you get dressed, the kids get dressed, whatever, you know, garbage has to go out or it's not going to go well in a couple of days, you know, things like that. Those are basic things, um, you know, so you want to keep the kids on their chores or whatever and you on yours, but the basic stuff, meals, we have to eat. So we make sure that, you know, I'm thinking ahead, what what are we having for lunch and, you know, what do I need to take out for dinner and so that when it comes, I'm not we can get in this cycle of just being overwhelmed all the time. And then all of a sudden, everything is a crisis. Dinner is a crisis. Lunch is a crisis. Laundry is a crisis. Everything's a crisis. And our bodies just get in that, that cycle. And we have to pull our body out of that. And we need to pull back and just bring, bring things before the Lord. So bring it to that, down to that skeleton schedule. And then I would say just, you know, remember that, you know, God, wants you to have peace. He wants you to be at peace, but we're not going to be at peace until we're aligned with what he has for us. So a lot of times the overwhelm can also be a wonderful warning flag to tell us, whoop, we're doing too much, you know, so maybe step back. It's not always that. For me, sometimes it has been my children have started like stepping out of the normal boundaries and I haven't really noticed. I haven't been diligent. I've maybe been distracted And now all of a sudden they're doing stuff they're not supposed to be doing. And I'm constantly turning this way and that way and going, hey, you know, you're not supposed to do that or whatever. And then I realize when I step back and just watch, that's another thing that I did was just sit back and watch. Okay, get that skeleton schedule. Just do that and then sit down and watch your kids. See what's happening. See what dynamics are going on that may be out of order. Um, So that's a great thing to observe. I heard this, this quote once observation followed by creativity is your greatest ally. And God is the one that's going to help you observe and interpret things properly and then help you be creative in how you're going to bring things back into order in your home. And so, of course, you're going to ask questions like, am I eating on a regular basis? You know, am I taking in protein? Am I taking nutritious food in? Am I sleeping? You know, Um, am I staying up late when I really should go to bed an hour earlier? These are just self-discipline things that we sometimes go off to the wayside because, I don't know, things get busy and sometimes you're like, well, I need my wind down time. And then you end up staying up later and later. So, uh, so, you know, there's, and then just asking the Lord, like, how can we remedy this and, and let him bring order back into your home and, and back into your heart. Um, you have to think about where you are in life at, at what season you're in. If you have a bunch of little kids, I'm going to guess that going out and about too much is not a good idea. I I couldn't do it. In order to keep consistency at home and keeping things simplified, simplification meant staying home (laughs) for us. And so, um, so that's what we did. So those are just some, some ideas to some practical things that you can do to, um, try to, uh, understand why the overwhelm and then, um, bring some order back into your heart and into your family life. Yeah. That's such a, good point that awareness really is an important first step. I think it's easy to just jump to imagining what it's supposed to be and like immediately trying to move that direction without pausing to see what's really going on. Right. Exactly. Really that it's that intentionality again. 
Yeah. And it's, I mean, it happens quickly. It happens easily. We don't need to feel like a failure because it happened and it, you know, I mean, like I said, I still, I still struggle with it. I just recently, I started an online community for moms to mentor and I was trying to do too many different mentoring things on there and realized I actually talked to one of our elders about it and said, here, this is kind of what's going on. And because it was, it was ministry related and I was getting some, some, interesting things going on that I need Dorinda, you need to stay in your lane. <laughs> I said, that is probably, you're probably exactly right. What do you mean by that? And he, he just basically meant, you know, like the local church is there to meet those immediate needs that, that, that the mentoring, like a lot of the mentoring should be happening in the local church. We know it's not, but we can't necessarily replace it with online. We need to keep praying and looking for, you know, where we can find that. And so anyway, all that to say, I just had too many different topics in there. I whipped all those things out of there as fast as I could and just dialed in on unhurried homeschooling and like the four-hour school day, just homeschooling stuff. How are we simplifying our homeschooling? How are we going to make it doable? And I had to do that because I was going to lose my mind. (laughs) But I looked at it all and I went, how did I do this again? Like, I should know better. But it happens. Um, but it's funny because somebody reached out to me locally who's going to start some homeschooling stuff here. And she was wanting to dial me in on that too. And I was like, oh, oh, I know. I know what to do here. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I can offer. And that's all. <laughs> um, because, you know, I mean, after a while, it's almost like you're trying to be God. And, and we, we, you know, and so it's a very, you know, it's humbling to remember he is God and we are not, and that's okay because he's to be trusted. He's to be trusted with our families. He just, he's to be trusted with our time um, in terms of we let him, you know, we make our plans, but we let him direct our steps. And so that our stewardship is aligning with what he's actually calling us to do. That's so good. So true. Even the planning and the organizing a lot of times is similar where it's like we're trying to control outcomes and how things are going to be. And it's like, nope, God's got that part. That's right. That's right. Right. That's right. Our job is just to obey. Our job is to do what he tells us to do. And sometimes what he tells us to do doesn't actually make any logical sense. (laughs) I remember and that's kind of how we sort of went into unhurried homeschooling was that I was like kind of at my limit. Um, at, at some point, things were going along well. We, we were doing, un, we, you know, we started from the beginning with a sort of unhurried approach, but it was always like there were always tweaks and different things that we had to make along the way. And at one point I was like, okay, if anybody would look at my homeschooling right now, they were like a, a mouse in a corner. They would tell me it was not enough. It was not enough. And then I started to panic. And so I prayed about it and it was like the Lord reminded me of the loaves and the fishes. Okay, that did not make any sense, right? Jesus asked him to bring the fish and the loaves. Just bring what you have, okay? Mm-hmm. But to the human eye, be like, this is dumb. Like, this is never going to work. But he took it and he made it enough. And so that was my prayer throughout the years when I knew he didn't want me to add anything, but it didn't feel like enough. He reminded me of that. And I'd remind him that he reminded me of that. <laughs> and you know what? Now, all these years later, looking back... He absolutely did that. So we have to trust in, you know, just following his lead and doing what he's called us to do and trust him for the outcome, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thank you so much for joining me for part one of this conversation with Dorenda. You do not want to miss part two coming up next week where Dorenda talks about finding peace and adding margin to our days. Plus, she also has a giveaway opportunity for her book, The 4-Hour School Day. So be sure to come back for part two next time. And if overwhelm has you down, then head to answeroverwhelm.com to find my free workshop that will help you figure out what's going on in your life that's causing overwhelm and how to solve it. That's answeroverwhelm.com for the free workshop that will help you manage those feelings of overwhelm as a mom. Until next time, repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.